Hello everybody and welcome back to How to Win a Good Walk, episode 27. We have, uh, well, what we're going to say is a special guest on the show today. We do, we do have a special guest. Some might say the brains behind the operation. And this is the beauty. <laughs> you wish. Um, so I'll, I'll say it while they're not here. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to start where we normally start with Chopper of the Week. If you're new to the podcast, this is where we bring you funny stories from either the week in golf or... If you have any funny stories, send them into our Instagram and we will get them on the podcast. Our Instagram is at How to Ruin a Good Walk. Nice and easy. So, chopper of the week this week. There can be only one person. Joshua Kinder. Incorrect. I'm going to eat my grip. No. Incorrect. That's going nowhere near this. Chopper of the week this week is the one and only Bryson DeChambeau. Oh, me and mate. Do you know what? I didn't hear the story until I went cycling on Sunday. Bye, guy. Bye, guy. Um, and James went cycling with, which is like, you did hear what Bryson did? I'm like, no. And well, I won't ruin the story. Josh is about to tell it. Well, so, Bryson was playing at the Wells Fargo Championship, as we all know, on Thursday and Friday. He didn't play very well the first few days, let's say. Was when he finished was something like 90th, I think. And then the weather turned. But what he decided to do was say, I'm not going to make the court, get straight on a flight, get myself back to Dallas from Carolina. And um, Wait, How long is that flight we saying? Just have a I look think here. he said it was about three hours back, I think. How long is the flight from Dallas to Carolina? I think he said it was about three hours back into wind, I think, or two and a half hours, Extra something club. like that. Extra club yeah, into wind. <laughs> Um, so he's two take, hours five minutes. Yeah, two hours five minutes. So into wind. Long part five longer. into wind. Yeah, extra cup cheers. So he decided to decided to fly back um, to basically prep himself for the next week, whatever. Go around his well, the US normal PGA's business. Soonish. Next weekend, I think. PJ Championship. So he flies back. He lands, and he's. You tend to land after you fly. Six, now sixty eighth. Top sixty five. Get in. 60, yeah, oh, yeah, something like that. He then ended driving back to uh, his house or whatever, and he's 64th and he's made the cut. Cheers, nice I mean, one. That's that moment where you're like, oh shit. So he basically, so he then put a, a post up on Instagram working out in his garage as he does, and basically said, just thought I'd fly home for a workout. So he went home because he was like, Basically, couldn't turn straight back around because the crew on his private jet... First world problems, aren't First world problems. The crew on his private jet didn't have any hours left, so he had to get another crew in. So he basically decided to go home, work out, get to bed early, and then get up early doors and fly, fly back. So he ended up getting... I think he said his flight back was like 2.45 or something. Oh, my God. So... How much money has this cost him, by the way? <laughs> 2.45. So he then... Flew back to Carolina, got off the plane, half an hour, 40 minutes to the golf course, into the locker room, got changed, straight on the putting green, out, out early doors. That, if that is possibly That's one of the worst story, chopper of the weeks going, that, innit? It's a baller story. Just wait. Just wait. Be hey, patient. There's, there's been times, right, where I was carrying on Challenge Tour, there'd be a few guys who, if they missed the cut, or the, basically, right, so... If some of the guys had a shitty round on a Thursday, yeah, they'd look on the Thursday night, get a flight tomorrow. 
out early, get a flight tomorrow at five o'clock and be home to see my kids. Yeah. Sort of thing. Like, the guys who are good kids will do it, which you can understand. Yeah, of course. There's been numerous guys who have done that and gone out and shot 66 the next day, made the cut and thought, bloody hell, not quite got to the airport. I'm sure there's probably a few that got to the airport, but basically cost themselves 200 quid. Yeah, I was gonna say, but you you would have been. You said this morning that if he hadn't have gone back, it'd have been a, there'd have been yeah, a hefty fine. Been a hefty fine, and he probably would have got banned for a few events. That's mad, that isn't it? Which is obviously why he's turned around. But there is only one person who can be chopped the week this week, and that is Bryson DeChambeau. And we'll get on to how he actually finished. Are you sure, are you the sure event. you're right to actually do that, mate? Because you, you, it's the first bad thing you've ever said about him. I know, but it's a bad, bad decision. Just wait. Do you know what I mean? Just be patient. Just be patient. Patience is a virtue. It is. It is. Right. Let's go on to Tour Trash Talk, where we have the Wells Fargo Championship and the return, the return, return of Rory McIlroy. Now, my question to you is, Josh, obviously, about, probably about the third event with the new coach. Yeah. Is it, three maybe in the second event. Three. three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it a fluke, if you could ever say a fluke about Rory McIlroy, which you can't really because he's so good, or is he actually back? He's back, mate. It was just pure class, wasn't it? Like, and he, okay. Obviously, the the coaching changes helped. The fact that it's only taken three t- competitions for him to be yeah, but he's back up there. Mate. He's a good player. Yeah, exactly. Which is take, why it can't be it a fluke. Doesn't take a new swing to get him back. It's a little tweak here, a little tweak there. Even just, it's just, it could just be confidence. Pete Cameron could have just given him the confidence back in his golf swing, and that's what I think one of the best coaches in the world can do. And I think the other the thing, has confidence. The other thing, maybe a couple of weeks out has helped. Because I don't think he's played the last few weeks. So maybe a couple of weeks out, spend time with the family. Baby making. <laughs> Baby making. Um, so Rory McIlroy won the event at 10 under par. He was 300 on the last day to win. Solid. Uh, Abraham Anser came second at 9 under par and was 500 on the last day to win. That is some serious money making right there. And tied third was Victor Hovland and Mitchell. I don't know his first name. Uh, at eight under par, and they were, and Hovland was four under on the last day. Can I just say this now before we carry on? Victor Hovland, mm. that's top ten, third, twice in two in two weeks. Two major, major champion. Serious, seriously putting himself in contention mm. here, isn't he? Mm. Like he is playing mm. some golf at the minute, mm. some serious golf. Get round a cup. Well, he's got to. He's got to play, hasn't he? He's got to, okay, it'll be, it'll be... Be a rookie. A rookie. Yeah, it'll be his first time. But you know but... what, Mike? Do you reckon you can actually be a rookie now? These guys are exposed to such high-level golf all the time. I know everybody says about the Ryder Cup being so different, different pressure, different this, yada, yada, yada. But you look at it now, right? These guys are exposed to a lot of pressure straight away. Oh, 100%. And the thing that I think helps with the Ryder Cup, or will help with the Ryder Cup, is having players... Whether he plays plays all is a captain, but like Ian Poulter there, yeah. Sergio Garcia there. Do you think he will play, or do you think he'll be a captain? Like a I'd like to see him play because it's just somewhat magic. Yeah, about but it, it's gonna it? it's gonna come to a point where he, he's he's he can't play anymore. It's gonna get to that point, and I would personally rather him go out graciously. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. not graciously is not the wrong word, but go out fighting, like on top. Yeah, on top, playing really nice golf and. Okay, yeah, he just missed out, but he just missed out. Rather than come and play a Ryder Cup and everybody him go, oh, you know what, yeah. he's, he's a bit done here. But I think what is invaluable would be having someone like him oh, in the dressing it's room. his experience. He's no, in no way near the most talented golfer in the world, but he's the most gutsy guy in a team atmosphere. And he will help players like Victor Hovland. He's like a Yaya Tori, isn't he? Well, no, he's, he was a 
clay you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> okay, who would he be? You've thrown me on the spot again there. He bowls um, goals. Yeah, he's, he's a, a player. Uh, <laughs> he's like your... I know what you're trying to say. Fletcher, he's... Darren Fletcher. Y- yeah, he's like a <laughs> gutsy player that digs in and can do a job, isn't he? Yeah. Jason Park for United. Yeah. That's who he is. Yeah, but he... Uh, can say for Chelsea. No, he's a bowler. But <laughs> the point we're trying to make is he's invaluable in that sense. Yeah. Okay, his golf might not be there now, it's but having him... No, baller. But having him in there is just invaluable. So good. Yeah. Tell you what it's like. It's like when City bought Frank Lampard. Guy's a baller. Guy's getting on. Get him in the dressing room. Won the league. Cheers. Um, I don't know. And he scored against Chelsea. Um, so Sorry, Chelsea fans. I think I think if you got... Because we spoke about this. The Ryder Cup could be a really young team. Yeah, could easily. For, for you might have to pick some more experienced players just to balance it out because your guys who automatically might qualify yep. could all be some young guns. So the likes of Poulter, Westwood, who could potentially be in there anyway. Stenson might be in there. Stenson. These are all guys to have there either, yeah. as, either as vice captains or as wild cards. I definitely, definitely believe that. Um, but then you say that, love. you've got like players like Rory McIlroy who coming back into form a week away from the next major. He will play in the Ryder Cup. Now. Obviously, he's going to. Oh, no, obviously, he's going to play in the Ryder Cup. But what I'm saying is, he brings that experience as well. Yeah, to he those does. guys, he does because he's been so, around so long now. Exactly. So I'm excited. That's getting me excited for the Ryder Cup already. Ooh, the other thing excited. I want to talk Ooh, about. Just excited. Help. The other thing I want to talk about before we move on, Bryson DeChambeau. So obviously, we just spoke about it in the top of the week. The guy finished tied ninth, mate. Alright, he's giving me a dead arm. Four under par. <laughs> After his trip home. That's what I'm saying. It's impressive. That is impressive, isn't it? Now, does that not make a mockery, right, of all his training, got to do this, got to do the, this warm-up, got to do all that, he's gone out and shot for under Yeah, with very probably little, little very little sleep. sleep, little preparation, a flight. I bet you he's the kind of bloke that on a tournament week, he's got his alarm set at the Pacific, specific very time. Very good. Thank good. you. <laughs> uh, and... He wakes up at a certain time, has his breakfast. He has Puts his, his socks on a certain yeah. order. That kind of guy, superstitious. Mockery, he just made a mockery of his whole get-up. You've turned on him, haven't you? I think he's, he's turned on him. I like it, really. Right. I just do it really to wind you up, if I'm honest. While we are talking, PJ. Oh, talk, here we go. This <laughs> is a big, big talking Let's point. Let's light that blue touch paper on this. This is a big talking point. So, obviously, all the football fans that are listening, a few weeks ago we had... We've got you back. ...the European Super League... Drama. Okay, just quickly, what is your sort of like on the Open Super League? Yeah. Absolute joke. I quite like it. Oh, shut up. Elitism. Elitism. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I hate it, more it? money, more power. <laughs> Give me the money. Give me the power. Um. So we had that debacle with the Open Super League. But Give it a don't few, forget, right? This golf, this golf Super League. Oh, I'm not inter- Sorry. Just interrupting my intro. I was just building it up. So, it was that long like normal. I didn't know he'd started or not. Right. Let's back. So we had the European Super League. This week, we had the Golf Premier League. We got there, everybody. We got there. That's the interview. That's the interview over. Thank you very much for tuning in today. Uh, there's 40 minutes gone on the intro. So let me just give you some of the background to this. So it's a closed shop, same as the European Super League. Each player re- receives £30 million for being part of it. It was described as an F1-style tour, and we'll get into that. Players mentioned include DJ, Justin Rose, Brooks Kepka, Mickelson, DeChambeau. 
It was proposed over an eight-month calendar with 48 players in 12 teams of four. So, obviously, it'd be an individual event, but where you rank gives your team points, similar to the Formula 1, so it's team but individual. Um, And basically, it was like a close shot. You can't qualify in. You you don't get relegated out of it, as it were. It's the spitting image, isn't it? Of, yeah. of the European Super League and is it the same people? I don't know I think it was Saudi backed instead of American backed um, but for me I think it's just my, my, my thing on this right all these top players at the top of the game they don't need the money yeah it's just What's the rich trying to get richer isn't it that's what is the thing. 30 million cent? If they if they literally went for them, that is just shows that they're not there to win the titles, make history. No, they're exactly. there just as money grabbing. You made leaders. you made a good point when we were talking about this before. Dustin Johnson probably has no idea how much money is in his bank account. No. What's another thirty million? He's going to win it anyway. Mate, he's going to get paid that I anyway. I watched the Amir Khan documentary, right? Yeah. And then some lady went to him in the car. Like it must be the lady who's doing the interview. She was like, oh, "What's supposed to just a random lady that's sat in his car?" <laughs> the guy's got history mate. <laughs> um, lost my thought here. how much yeah and she went to him oh, how much money have you got in your bank account or no maybe it was the question of do you know yeah and he was like you know what I don't <laughs> he said I think it's in the ballpark of like 30 35 million and that's, the, and that's why this whole 30 million to be part of it is a bit of a nonsense to me yeah 100% because Dustin Johnson and I know this is astronomical amounts of money but 30 million to him is probably nothing same same with all of them like they've all had unbelievable Phil Mickelson Phil Mickelson mate is not short of a few quid mate that guy his career earnings exactly so the fact that it's sort of posed around that and it's the other thing I don't like about it right the thing that the beauty of the European Tour and the PJ Tour every year there's 12 spots out of thousands of people who go and get a card. Yeah. There's Monday qualifying. Yeah. You've got to play well to keep your card. That's a big stress every single year for all the players. The beauty of it is if you play well, you get rewarded. Yeah. If you don't play well, you don't earn your money, you lose yeah. your card. And you could go from being a major champion one year to two or three years down the line when your major championship exemptions run out to losing your card. Yeah. There's nothing ever like that where like, this, like the Premier League you could go and win the league to go and get relegated the next year yeah and where this this closed shop almost will take away from players having to try and get better yeah where like look at look at DJ it becomes more of a circus years. than it already is yeah look at DJ over the last few years he's got better and better and better and like last year was like the pinnacle like won the Masters absolutely smashing it the guy's going to make history the guy can win serious 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 amount of events and for the, him to, if he were to go over, it just sort of wrecks that. Um, but like you said there about Monday qualifying, we had the story last week about Michael Vizaki, who qualified with a 20-foot putt. Like, really good, good pronunciation as well. Um, qualified Vizaki. with a 20-foot putt mm. on the last hole on Monday qualifying to make the event in his hometown and all that. That unbelievable story that we talked about. You, you don't that. get that. No. And like, okay, it's great watching these guys. You don't have those journeymen tour pros who qualify for the Open, who change their life. Like Robert Rock, right? Take Robert Rock. Robert Rock is a PGA professional, right? Yeah. He qualified for a certain amount of events. Actually, he qualified for the, the BMW PGA Championship, played well, got invited to another event, played well, managed to keep his card, went to tour school, got a full card, 
and now he's had a space, unbelievable successful career. But without that sort of thing of building up through the ranks, yeah. we've had it. Like we've been today at the 2020 Pro Tour yeah. doing a bit of content on how to win a good walk, and that will be up tonight actually when you're watching this. Uh, we've got a really cool um, like interview, something you've never seen before on YouTube. So do go and check that out. Um, I can't see a link down below because there will be no link down below. But put how to win a good walk into YouTube. Uh, if you listen to this in the morning, the video is out at 7:30, 7, between 7 and 7:30 this evening. Um, and you wouldn't have these sort of mini tours where people, um, like say for example, Chris's mini tour, right? It is run very, very professionally. Big fan of the pod. Big fan of the pod. Chris Shout Hampton. out, alumni. <laughs> um, but no, it's run very, very professionally and people are using that as a stepping stone to prepare them to go and play Euro Pro next week. Yeah, You've exactly. got Challenge Tour players on that playing to prepare them to go and play in Challenge Tour so they stay competitive and then they get on Challenge Tour, they get on Euro Pro, whatever tour they're playing this year and then they can go and perform to get all oh, the aim of getting on European tour and then hopefully yeah. PJ tour. And like and like so the thing with the twenty twenty Pro Tour as well that we spoke about is it's like that that stepping stone for these guys to stay competitive. But you wouldn't have that. You wouldn't have that. No. It's a closed shot. Like the challenge tour is a stepping stone to go to the European, European tour. tour. And it and it's you events like that, that that make these players. Yeah. You could argue the European tour is a stepping stone to get the PJ tour. I would only you probably could. don't want to think of it that way. But they but... obviously so this was all talked about a few years ago, wasn't it? And the European Tour and PJ Tour last came year. together, so didn't they? Start of the start of the No, they haven't yet. No, 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 but they've, yeah, they've like collaborated on some yeah, events. And... And it's basically kibosh them. Yeah, exactly. Um, it basically happened about the start of the pandemic. They came out and saying, oh, the world, uh, he's mixing up big events, all the players in one place. Um, you can't get them all on tour. But I feel like, in my honest opinion on this right now, I don't see many big names playing European tour. No. I think, if, if I'm perfectly honest, the European tour is in a bad place. Especially this year. The way Especially this year. Like, not being able to get a full schedule is a lot difficult because you can deal with different countries, whereas yeah. America, you're so in one PG, country. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of these players who were at the top, kind of, maybe 30 on the race to Dubai, top, yeah. and then the, inside probably the top 60 in the world, um, or maybe top 100 in the world, are all going over to play PJ Tour. Well, look at the race of Bar last year was... Um, Patrick Westwood, Reed. Patrick Reed, Fitzpatrick. All those guys are playing European. They're not playing European tour now. Not no, they're, they're all over. over yeah, exactly, they're all over in America because a money's back. where the money is, but b like you said, travel restrictions things like that aren't stopping them there. Yeah. Um. So the PGA Commissioner Jay Monahan came out and he addressed the players and he told them that if they join this golf Premier League, they'll lose their PGA membership. And that so that's almost like. It, the similarities to the ESL, the European Super League, and this are ridiculous. It's the same the thing. The way the thing has gone is crazy. Um, so players' comments here, that some players came out against it very, very quickly. Webb Simpson said, and this is like a few comments from the, the whole statement that he made, but it's hard to believe that it's really going to happen. If I'm a guy on his way to making history like Dustin or a few other top guys, I want to go after records and not a dollar. But like, it's a valid point. It's, it's what we're saying. The same thing, but the, the, the whole thing, like the European Super League, it makes a mockery of the Premier League, all the history in the Premier League, yeah. or the Bundesliga, um, or the Spanish La Liga. It makes a mockery. It makes a mockery of the European Tour, all that it stands for, 
the, B- the BMW PJ Championship, the Open Championship, the US Open Championship, makes a mockery of all the PGA Tour events, all oh, Jack Nicholas, how many events that he's won, Tiger, going to do the same thing. All that's gone because if all those players went and played that, sponsors wouldn't sponsor the PGA Tour because yeah, they've got no big players. The airtime yeah. gets less and less. Yeah. And he's less, less money. Yeah. So all the grassroots sort of level, like the web.com, like the EuroPro, like the Challenge Tour, even you could argue... It filters down, doesn't it? filters all the way yeah. down to one-day events. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, Roy McIlroy also came out against it and said, I'm playing this game to cement my place in history and my legacy and to win major championships. You're also filthy rich. <laughs> and to win the biggest tournaments in the world. I think we all know my feelings on it. I'm very against it. I don't see why anyone would be for it. And this is the thing. They're talking about getting the best players together and all this, whatever. Look at the PJ Tour. The best players are playing every week anyway. Yeah. So that, to me, is not a selling point. Because I can go and watch them now playing. Uh, Yeah, at least least a handful of the big players are playing every week. Yeah, we've got the majors. We're coming into serious major season now. So we've had the Masters already. They open. We've got the the Open, we've got the US Open, we've got the PGA Championship coming up. Like, they're, they're those events as well. And I'm not being funny. We're not waiting years for each one. Are we? It's not like the World Cup, is it? No. We're waiting four years for it. It's every year. So the whole, oh, we're getting the best players together. The best players play together every week. That's nothing. It's all about money. It's yeah. all about money. And I hope to God that it doesn't happen. Um, but I will just, well, I think it'll just get squashed big time. Yeah, I, I mean, I totally agree, and I, I think a lot of our, oh, I know a lot of our friends have said they just literally thought if 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 that happened to football, they'd fall out of love with football. I think a lot of people would fall out of love with golf. Like, I know you don't see this, but like being around and sort of like European tour and the bottom of the European tour, um, and in in that sort of place where you've you've got to sort of be in a situation where every year you've got to play well and keep your card, and I've been around that. You would lose that. Like, those real people are playing for their livelihood at the sort of, like, 90 to 100, 110 on the money list on the European tour. Those people are the ones where you wouldn't have that anymore because that whole tour would just be gone. Gone, gone, gone. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think you're right. Should we leave that there? Because it's uh, wound me up a little bit. So let's move on now. So we just mentioned Michael Vazaki from last week. This story continues. So, following that event... There's two people that qualified, weren't there? And this is, he's one of them. Yeah, he's one of them, yeah. Following that event, he uh, got a sponsored exemption to the Charles Schwab Challenge. Easy for me to say. The Charles, Charles Schwab Challenge. So, that's another big event for him. So, this could seriously be the start of something for him, couldn't it? And it's amazing, considering it's, the journey that he's had. Considering the journey that he's had. So, unbelievable story. So, we'll keep an eye on that and see how things go. Let's move on now to the European Tour. Tenerife. Canary Islands Championship. I've actually played this golf course. Have you? Yeah. And how was it? Go on. Okay. Okay. Just okay. Easy. Very resort. Yeah? I don't know what I that means. I mentioned this last week. Like, Not like... You wouldn't put it there as a championship course kind of thing? No. No. No way, no. Interesting. Bit of, bit of dirt there. So... The winner, Garrick Higo, 27 under par. That says a lot about the course. Um, well, it's the same course they played last week, isn't it? They played the two I events. I don't there. know if it's the same. No, I think they were Grand Canary last week. Yeah, right, were they? Now so. you're asking me. I don't know, they were at Tenerife. They're, they're, I have no idea. I think it Throw is me the under the bus course. there, mate. I think it is the same golf course. So, Garrick Higo was the winner, 27 under par. Maverick and Cliff, 21 under par. 
and Tapio Pulkanen. Pulkanen? Pulkanen. Mate, that boy can bomb it. It is like I've, I've been on the range with him. He wears like a little like uh, bowler's hat and it's like a gun going off. It's like whoosh. Well, he was 20 under par. Some serious story here about Garrick Higo. Okay, so we rolled it rolled back two weeks ago. He won in episode 25. You may remember that I mentioned him winning the Grand Canary Open. He won. Loves it in the Canary Islands, the lad. And now... Where's he from? Uh, South African. It's not far from the Canary Islands. He's now... Is it not? No, just across the pond. Just across the pond. <laughs> now he's won again. So... This guy's 21 years old. That's so simple. 21 years old. Two two wins in two weeks. Or two events, should we say. How many like, top players are playing in it? That's a No, no, question. I don't know. Like, I mean, what I'm saying is, like, obviously, he's a very good player. But if you're a young guy on tour and you've got a category and you're playing out there, you've got a real chance of getting some exemptions in the next few years. Oh, definitely. Definitely putting yourself in, in the right spot, aren't you? Making And I know you said about the players playing over in the PGA, but these guys... Are giving them, making the most of it. He oh, is making the most of that situation. It. You got it. Win as many as you can, get as many points in the order of merit and all that. Awesome. You, you win there. You improve your world ranking. You never yeah. know. You get yourself into the open. You get yourself. Exactly. Uh, so take real advantage of not having your likes of Rory McIlroy there, your likes of XYZ. Yeah. And something that was quite cool to see a lot of the South African players at the end of the round stayed. And we're waiting for him on the 18th green with like bottles of champagne and stuff. And it's quite nice to see, really, yeah. the sort of the camaraderie in that sense. But fair play to the lad. Maybe one to watch going forward, big time. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. I mean, basically, just to sort of give you an oversight, if you win an event, it used to be you get like a three-year exemption. You now get a year exemption for the next year. Right, okay. Um, but what you'll do there is, you, you, there's other things it'll get. You'll get a winner's category. You'll always play that event again. And you'll also get, I think, I think automatically into the Open this year after winning one of the events. So you go into there, you have a good performance in the Open. You never know. You open your doors up to being in the Masters next year, being back in the Open, you finish top 10 in that event. So, yeah, you could really use as a real platform, like all these young players to literally boost their career. I mean, Richard Mansell, I saw he was in, in the running going into the final round. I played like a little local event with him, not not with him, but like in the same event. Yeah, yeah. And now he's got a full European tour card, have an unbelievable career, um, or start to his career. And again, if he had won there, that could really boost him to being one of the better players on the European tour. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, guys, thank you so much for... I don't need to do that. Okay, so now we have got something a little bit different for you. You all know about Alex's... YouTube channel, Alex Elliott Golf, where we have got the brains behind the operation. <laughs> Excuse me. We have got the... He is the face. I'm, okay, yeah, but we've got the brains. You know she said that herself. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got M, who basically does everything behind the scenes for Alex. Isn't that right, lad? And we're going to ask her some questions. hates it. No, I don't hate it. We're a very good team. <laughs> you keep telling yourself that. We're going to ask some questions about golf, about YouTube, and about M's thoughts around the whole thing. M's really nervous here, by the way, everybody. <laughs> okay, so... she's doing that nervous laugh. <laughs> right, can I just point out a few things? I want you to uh, basically give a shit if she does these two things. One, if she talks too fast, she goes constantly behind the camera to me <laughs> when she does uh, come and film me. Slow down. Or, or I get that text message going, 
You're gulping again. <laughs> You're gulping. Terrible. Yeah, but Terrible. You've even, you've even had comments. Some guys that I could hear the hear the saliva going down your esophagus. Oh, it was cheek slapping. That was a different channel, that one, it. <laughs> so, let's get into it. Em, first things first, what is your perception of golf clubs as a whole? Having been around them, been around the YouTube, what's your perception so of like golf clubs? So, like, like a private club or, like, like much of We'll go with Mottram. You've been at Mottram quite a bit. No, because that's different to, say, Stockport. Well, why did you ask me the question, then? I oh, just <laughs> specifically wanted to know. Oh, all right, then. A private, you know a private club. Yeah. Okay. Up now. Thank you. Big difference. So, e.g., like Stockport. Like Stockport, Bramall, places you've been Bramall, around. That'd be kind. I might want a job in the future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll do those type of clubs. Won't name the club, just in case they have any... Listen. We just have that. <laughs> <laughs> we named some. Um, no, but my first experience, I don't play golf, obviously. I just know... I just know golf through Alex. So my first experience was dropping off something, a memory card probably that you forgot, which is a regular occurrence. Classic. And I went into the golf, into the pro shop, and I had ripped jeans on, you know, fashion and that. And um, and this woman, I'm not even. She looked at me like I had shit written on my forehead, and she literally looked at me up and down, and I just thought, "You snobby cow." See, this is the thing. This is the thing. This Ooh. is this. It, I like you've said that. This is the issue, though. This is the issue. Golf clubs. How unwelcome did you feel yeah. there? Do you know what? Do you know what's really funny actually? Because I dropped it off, walked outside, and then I got speaking to this woman in the car park. Being the friendly person I am, just got talking to her. Then we're all looking at each other like, friendly. <laughs> really? Then, no, listen, then she goes in the posh Cheshire accent. Oh, well, we've. Uh, like, she's from Gorton, wasn't she? <laughs> <laughs> Just narrowed it down, don't you? Yeah. Now. And she was like, oh, it's, it's great to see a young lady down here. Oh, we've got this. And she mentioned about this the club or whatever they do. Getting for ladies. Yeah, and I thought, I've just had this member look at me like a piece yeah. of shit. And now you're asking me to, to join. No, thanks. And you know what? Considering you weren't even there to play golf. And you're getting that. Hang on, though. There's another story to this. M came down another time at said golf club. And, oh, yeah. And um, I was, she, she was down there. I, I was doing a lesson. We were going to do some filming afterwards. But she got down there early. Next thing I know, I'm like, Where, where's M here? <laughs> She's in the ladies' presentation. What? I just got dragged into it. Well, just because you were there? This yeah, because right, was there and she said, will you join in? Will you join in, join in, have a look, see what it's like? I thought, you wasted my time, Mum. Because I'm never going to... Never gonna join, but, but it's just the it's just the approach, and it's like that's the thing. It's not like you were stood on the first tee or like yeah. in ripped jeans or whatever. Okay, it shouldn't matter really anyway. Like yeah. hoodies are in the game now, but the fact that you were made to feel unwelcome and you weren't even playing yeah. is ridiculous. And I'm not saying everyone's like that because they're not. There are some lovely people out there, but my, I mean, even like the other week, went to another local golf club and this woman's coming in like the world's like, oh my god my trolley all this stuff and I'm like calm down you're lucky and you're fortunate enough that you have the money to retire at that age why'd it be a little more grateful i don't know it's just like yeah no i, I completely completely see what you're saying and i'm glad you've said that because we've spoke about this before on the podcast and how mm. hard it is for people to get into golf with the, that perception Ooh, being around the game with that word there, didn't got you? there though you didn't that word. dig it out so being the brains behind the operation here right what are your like thoughts on the on the world of golf YouTube shit algery 
Dog oh. eat dog. Dog yeah. eat dog. Dog eat dog. Let's all pretend to be nice friends. That's how it is. Literally. That is literally how it is. Look at this. Look at this. It's fantastic. Bit it of is. dirt in it. But it, it is. There's been so many things over the past, like, how long? Four years. Probably four years now, yeah. Yeah. And there's been so many things, but this one is, like, comments. Like, people, there's some keynotes who write paragraphs on a video. Which is lovely, by the way. Yeah, which is great. Keep doing that, because then it bumps up the views um, <laughs> but then there's others like that just post horrendous crap like we had this guy that I think we maybe have spoken about it but like posted about the way Alex looks or his dad was on the channel and how Alex uh, Alex's dad looks was it Josh? Because, uh, <laughs> I keep saying I'm short and it, these, these things are sort of matching up yeah I've got to get my own back though haven't I? he's <laughs> bald but it's true <laughs> wow but it's true though isn't it like there's a lot of horrible stuff out there that yeah. is unnecessary especially yeah. when like you, you're actually trying to help people. Exactly, um, and it's for free. free. Yeah. For free. Oh, I don't like this video. You don't bloody watch it then. No one's got a gun next to you. You know, we're not forcing you to watch it. So. But point. please do watch it. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but please keep watching. Keep, keep liking and subscribing. Because um, obviously you do a lot of the editing, don't you, for the videos. So yes. how much cutting is there needed in, the, in them? All right. <laughs> That's where I film them. So. One take wonder it. <laughs> No, the first video you ever did, which probably the most simple thing, where it was an introduction to who you are, took three hours, but now it is... I've heard this story. Yeah. You were there doing the filming, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. Even... On the iPad, literally, right, imagine like one of those... Like, 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 oh, we're, you've got to We're sat on like these bench stools, right? And like, we made a shoebox, another box, and filming on top of the iPad and like holding it still. I had this idea of doing it all in one go. I think the second time I did it, I nearly got it all, then I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Dissolved. Was yeah. It, how many arguments were there? Oh, many, many. <laughs> but to be fair, without that, you wouldn't be where you are today. Correct. Right, oh, I'm going to... princess. I'm going to throw Alex under the bus here. Oh dear, why? And see... Because obviously you know golf on the exterior, don't you? But being a golfing widow in, ex, ex, <laughs> in you could speech just, marks... You, this could... If, what are you saying? As yeah? it were... How long does a round of golf take in? Let's see what Alex has told you here. Well, do you know what? The only reason I know more of this is because of Alex caddying for Tom. So Yeah, but they took so long. Like, because <laughs> those rounds like, on tour, you're like five and a half hours. I'd say... What, a full round? Full round, 18 holes. Five and a half hours? <gasps> oh, on, a, on a club could've... golf course? What are you saying here, lad? Why are you saying that's... That's a long time. Is it? A very long time. But why does it always take you that then? It's not like you're going to have some cheeky pints after it either, is it? It's because he chopped it round. Well, how long actually? He plays with me. Because <laughs> <laughs> Josh zigzags across the fairway. So it's normally about four hours tops, really. Mm, yeah. Depending on the course. Depending on Mocha a bit longer because it's quite a long walk. Yeah, it's quite a long walk, especially if you're chopping it round. Um, but I suppose five and a half hours. I, th- I thought you were going to go longer than that and he'd been saying it takes longer. I don't play that much golf. Yeah, I was going to say, he actually doesn't play that much golf. We should maybe get Lauren here and see if you've thrown yourself under the bus here. Yeah, I feel sorry for my close friends because poor Loza spending all those Saturday afternoons on her own (laughs) in the house. Doing all the the cleaning while Josh swans off and plays golf. Then on a Sunday goes and plays football. Don't play football. Don't play football anymore. I'm a full-time golfer now. Too Too old, injured, bad knees, bad ankles, glass man. I think that wraps up this section. You know what? I, I thought you were going to go a bit harder on sort of all like, I guess, like basically, I, I, I'll, I'll, like, I'll, 
I will light the blue touch paper to end here. So, if we go back to like probably this time last year, like we had some pretty good growth, didn't we? Like oh, on YouTube. Yeah. And said YouTuber sort of like messaged us, uh, well, he messaged actually, started putting sly digs out on the old, uh, two of them actually, on, uh, t- on Twitter, going, oh, you're buying subscribers, buying subscribers. So I called this said YouTuber. Basically, he shit himself down the phone. I basically called him going like, well, what you're doing slander. One, it's not true. Two, I've got a mortgage to pay for. Yeah. I've got a better way to spend my money than, than buying subscribers. Yeah. I don't I've, even think you can physically buy I don't, them. I don't. Do you know what's really funny, actually, when we got onto this, is if you bought subscribers... You couldn't keep going doing no, it. No, no, no. If you bought subscribers, we wouldn't be... We'd be we'd have so many more subscribers. Like you've had you've only been doing it for four years. You've had no help from any yeah. like you know, if you look at others. Uh, others, the the Northwest boy what's boy band, Westlife or whatever. The Northwest, you know. On the they've, Irish. Yeah. Close. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Balsam. You know, each and every one of them bounced off each other, they've had it. Alex has had no help and got to where he is. If we bought subscribers then we wouldn't be well, you know. We wouldn't be in a situation. We'd be way. We'd have so many you more. Wouldn't. So yeah, but yeah, that the two little. Um, Honestly, I I thought like, issues. I said this. Say. I said to Josh like, I bet you those people would see you in person and be like, oh mate, how are you doing? Really good. Yeah, of course yeah. you are, mate. Sure, you, you just yeah. It is. I'm said it's dog eat dog. And I think that goes into like our beef, our beef section there. Yeah, don't we? we spoke about it before about how it is dog eat dog and like people worried about stealing content and stealing titles and things like that. And it's like, hold on a minute, you're gonna try and put a title on that that has had yeah. like yeah. has been yeah, good in the it. past. Surely, yeah. of course you are. It's, you're it's, not stealing content. No, mate. it's a title. If I if I honestly if I got precious over that. I'd be calling every single YouTube video. I put that many videos out. So yeah, many exactly. People do something similar to me. I'm not precious about it. Put your own spin on it. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah. It's like, if you look at major like clothing brands, usually like Boohoo, what is Boohoo's business model? They take major brands, brands and, and, do do fast fashion fashion and do fast fashion on it. And it's not, that's not what Alex So is what were you saying is I'm the shitty fast fashion thing. <laughs> yeah. You're a shit Rick Shields. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his oh face. my god! <laughs> it's not you don't. That's not what we do. You build your own videos. Yeah. It's just it happens to be some of them are common topics. E.g., you can't bloody copyright how to stop the downstream. Yeah, that's the thing. There's only whatever, so like, many ways to skin a cat. There's so many ways to yeah. Use, use this to take your driver further. And it's yeah. grown men with who, one of them has. Honestly, I think they doubled my age. Part of half of them. One of them actually. Right, no, okay. Oh. to understand how to speak English before he actually... Oh. As in, he's English, so I'm not being racist. I mean, he can't put together a sentence. So he yeah. can really pay someone very, very good money. To oh, and this is another thing. Two, another person somehow was given my number. I know who gave him my number as well. And started cold calling me. See, it's things like this mad, isn't it? Like you, From the uh, outside, what can it do? You save it on WhatsApp. Of like, who is this? And you yeah. go on it, you can see the profile picture. Yeah. And I know, I know who would have given them the number as well, which is even funnier. And this, these said people are meant to be like people you trust and people who are friends. Yeah. See, from the outside looking in, okay, I, I'm a little bit closer to it nowadays, but a lot of the people out there won't understand. Like, you think, like, oh, yeah, people there, they'll help you out and things like that. But it is ridiculous. Like, we all know about the issues about the internet, like from like football and things like that. And yeah. the issues that are going on around racing and things like that. But it's not even to that level, but it's ridiculous how catty it is. Oh, mate and bitchy and horrible it is and that is a big beef of mine I think it's just ridiculous because everyone there's enough space. exactly there's enough space for everyone isn't there 
Yeah, I just think you know what. Just to summarise this, I think they're all they're all individually do great at what they do. You do you, and we'll do us. And I think if you, Correct. yeah, and the right. only comment. That's when the funny thing, isn't it? These good videos which we've experienced. That's the today. funny thing. That, yeah. that, that's the funny thing, right? So like, I think all these other guys do great content. I actually sit there and watch them because they're that good. Yeah. Not instruction ones because I don't want to sit and no. watch instruction. But like the guys who do the entertainment sort yeah. of stuff, and they're great. It's funny. It actually gives a good real perception of what golf is. And then they're like, oh, you do this, you do that. You know what? Have a day off. Absolutely. Have a day off. Um, so, I think so that... yeah, I'm, I'm quite uh, thirsty, so I might get myself some Robinson's Cordial. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, we'll no. think then. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I think we end today's podcast. Uh, <laughs> Thank you very much, The Brains, for joining us today. And the beauty, thanks you for listening. And, uh, <laughs> don't forget to give this podcast a share um, on Spotify. Share it to people who have Apple phones. Um, yep. We appreciate it. Uh, we want to keep doing it. So we would appreciate it if you could share it with as many people as you can. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week.